Welcome into your Wednesday edition of Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Your Weather Command forecast. First off, there will be a red flag warning in effect Thursday from noon to 7 p.m. for low relative humidity and gusty winds. This includes the following counties. Glacier, Toole, Liberty, Hill, Phillips, Teton, Ponderé, Shoto, Judith Basin, Cascade, and Fergus, as well as northeastern Lewis and Clark County. Expect west winds 20 to 30 miles an hour, gusting up to 40 miles an hour, and relative humidities as low as 10%. Any new fire starts in grassy areas could be difficult to contain. Critical fire weather conditions are expected, and a combination of strong winds, low relative humidity, and warm temperatures can contribute to extreme fire behavior. For the rest of your Wednesday, cooler. Clearing skies with high 65 to 70. East winds 5 to 15 miles an hour. Tonight, partly cloudy, lows around 40. East winds 5 to 15 miles an hour. Thursday, windy and sunny. Highs around 80. South winds 5 to 15 miles an hour. Increasing to the west 20 to 30 miles an hour. Gusting to around 45 miles an hour in the afternoon. Thursday night, breezy. Partly cloudy, lows 40 to 45. West winds 15 to 25 miles an hour, decreasing to 10 to 15 miles an hour after midnight. Friday, cooler. Partly cloudy, high 65 to 70. West winds 5 to 15 miles an hour. Friday night, mostly clear, lows 40 to 45. Saturday, partly cloudy, lows 70 to 75. Saturday night, mostly cloudy, 20% chance of rain. Lows 40 to 45. Sunday, breezy and cooler, mostly cloudy, 30% chance of rain, highs 55 to 60. Sunday night, colder and partly cloudy, 20% chance of rain, lows 30 to 35. Columbus Day, partly cloudy, highs 55 to 60. Monday night, mostly cloudy, lows 30 to 35. Tuesday, partly cloudy, highs 55 to 60. A private plane safely made an emergency landing at the Haver City County Airport on Tuesday morning after suffering an engine failure. Airport manager Tony Dolfe says when the Beechcraft 1900 twin-engine plane was about 40 miles from Haver, they received notice from air traffic control in Salt Lake City that the plane needed to make an emergency landing. There was no smoke or fire at the scene, but the Haver Fire Department and Haver Police Department were notified at 11.13 a.m. and went to the airport as a precautionary measure. The only person on the plane was the pilot. No one was injured. It is unclear where the plane departed from and where its intended destination was. The plane remained at the airport as of Wednesday morning as technicians worked to fix the engine. Blaine County reported a record 19 new COVID-19 cases on Tuesday, surpassing the previous record of 16 reached twice last week. In addition, three cases announced previously now have required hospitalization bringing current hospitalizations to four. Blaine County has now reported 100 COVID-19 cases. 67 are active, including the four hospitalizations. The Fort Belknap Reservation remains under a 14-day shutdown, which began this past Friday morning. There is also a ban on alcohol sales on the reservation during the duration of the shutdown, and stores are required to close at 7 p.m. A daily curfew from 9 p.m. to 6 a.m. is in effect. Hill County reported another 16 new cases of COVID-19 on Tuesday, as the active case count climbed above 100 for the first time. 11 of the 16 cases were identified through contact tracing, and 5 currently have unknown exposures. Public health investigations and contact tracing are continuing. Also on Tuesday, 
However, public schools confirmed their eighth district-associated COVID-19 case. Staff and students were not in contact with the individual during the period of possible exposure. The individual was last on school district property on October 3rd. The district remains in a hybrid learning model and continues to follow CDC guidelines. Hill County has now reported 268 COVID-19 cases. 104 are active, 159 have recovered, and 5 have died. Now taking a look at local politics, previewing the District 1 County Commissioner race in Hill County, we'll start with the Republican Mark Wicks, an Inverness area farmer, rancher, and veteran who is campaigning to fill the seat Democrat Mike Wendland is vacating. This is Wicks' third time running for political office, and he says his breadth of experience makes him the right candidate. I've had a real wide range of education, business experience, working in, in the oil field, so I have a little understanding of the oil and gas industry, running businesses. When it comes to things that the commissioners deal with, I feel like I just have a lot broader knowledge base to draw on. Wick says he doesn't want to be a one-issue commissioner, but agrees with his opponent that infrastructure is the biggest problem impacting the county. We've got roads that haven't had a, a load of gravel dumped on them in 30 years, and we have to start looking at that while we still have some roads left to fix. District 1 stretches from the western portion of Haver, north and west, to the Liberty County and Canadian lines. And now taking a look at Wick's opponent, Democrat Jake Strissel. The Rudyard resident is a behavioral health specialist for Bullhook Community Health Center. This is Strissel's first time running for political office, but the fifth-generation farmer says much of what he does at his current job, as well as other roles he's taken on, could translate to the commission's seat. I think the biggest thing with my candidacy is, you know, I've really dedicated my life to serving the people of Hill County, everything I've done from being a teacher to being a coach to working in community health. I've always dedicated my, my life to others, and I think this is just another way that I can do that on a, a, a bigger scale. If elected, Strissel says one of his biggest priorities would be to improve county roads. I know attaining gravel is a hard thing in Hill County, you know, trying to find enough gravel to make sure all the roads are safe and where they need to be. And then the paved roads, you know, it's just uh, infrastructure in general in Hill County. We definitely need to get our infrastructure up, bridges, roads, things like that. For more on these candidates, head to HighlineToday.com. And one more note before we head to state news. KOJM and KPQX will be carrying the vice presidential debate tonight featuring Mike Pence and Kamala Harris. That's 7 p.m. tonight on KOJM and KPQX. Turning to state news, we'll start with a daily COVID-19 update. Montana health officials reported 733 new cases of COVID-19 Wednesday, again shattering the record for daily cases. The previous record set on Tuesday stood at 504 cases. The sharp spike in cases appears to stem from outbreaks across the state, including in Missoula County and Yellowstone County, which together accounted for nearly half of all cases reported Wednesday. Governor Steve Bullock has previously said it is up to local counties and health departments to issue stricter regulations to prevent the spread of the virus. Bullock is expected to hold a press conference this afternoon to discuss the COVID-19 outbreak. A federal appeals court has denied a request for an emergency injunction to block Montana counties from mailing ballots to active voters. A three-member panel of the 9th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals denied the request filed by Joe Lamb, the Ravalli County Republican Central Committee and Republican voters. A federal judge last month upheld a decision by Governor Steve Bullock, giving counties the option to hold the general election mostly by mail. Bullock said an emergency declaration made for the pandemic allowed him to suspend a state law that says regularly scheduled federal elections cannot be conducted by mail ballot. Ballots will be mailed this Friday. 
Disagreements between gubernatorial candidates Republican Greg Gianforte and Democrat Mike Cooney were front and center Tuesday during the second and final debate of the race. U.S. Representative Gianforte accused Lieutenant Governor Cooney of mishandling the economy and trying to limit access to guns. Cooney accused Gianforte of threatening Montanans' access to health care and public lands. Gianforte, a wealthy businessman seeking to be the state's first Republican governor in 16 years, painted the state's economy in a negative light. Cooney, who has four decades in public service, said the state's economy is well-positioned to weather the downturn caused by the pandemic. Two Montana men who lied about their military service in court have appealed some conditions of their sentences. The American Civil Liberties Union of Montana calls the conditions degrading, unconstitutional, and unhelpful in the rehabilitation process. A judge sentenced Ryan Morris and Troy Nelson in August 2019 to prison for unrelated crimes. The judge said in order for both to be eligible for parole, they would have to fulfill a list of tasks, such as standing outside a memorial with a sign reading, quote, I am a liar. I am not a veteran. I stole valor. I have dishonored all veterans, end quote, and writing the names of every American that has been killed in Iraq and Afghanistan. The U.S. Supreme Court has invited the acting Solicitor General to weigh in on a request by Wyoming and Montana for the court to rule on a proposed coal export terminal in Washington state. Wyoming Governor Mark Gordon says the request for the federal government's position is an encouraging sign the court might yet rule on the case filed in January. The western coal mining states want to export more coal overseas to offset a steep decline in U.S. demand for coal to fire power plants. The states object to Washington state's rejection of an environmental permit for the proposed dock on the Columbia River. That's your look at state news. Now we'll turn it over to wheat prices for today. Daily prices per bushel. For Hill County, winter wheat's $4.85. Spring wheat, $4.66. For Blaine County, winter wheat for $75. Spring wheat for $61. For Liberty County, winter wheat for $90. Spring wheat for $66. For Shoto County, winter wheat for $85. Spring wheat for $66. And for Phillips County, Winter wheat 470, spring wheat 456. And now taking a look at funeral notices for today. Julie Ann Strauser, 64, passed away Thursday, October 1st at her home. A celebration of life for Julie will be held 1 p.m. Saturday, October 10th at the First Lake in Beaver Creek Park. Memorials in Julie's honor may be made to the Hill County 4-H Foundation. And that does it for your Wednesday edition of Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Thanks for listening, and remember that seven days a week, we are your source for news and information. KOJM, KPQX, and HighlineToday.com. Have a great rest of your Wednesday. Stay safe out on the roads. And please continue to do your part to help flatten that curve.